Welcome to Randomania! It's a podcast where we select a WrestleMania match. At random. And then we talk about it. That's right, old wrestling. Old wrestling. Old wrestling. My name is Brad. Thanks for downloading another episode. We're happy to be here. It's a great day. Joining me, as always, is my brother Matt. What's going on? Hey, it's good to see your face and hear your voice on this lovely, not evergreen, so Super Bowl Sunday, go Niners. Intro music, man. Intro music, because this is 1995 shit, bro. It sure is. Uh, We're pumping it up today, because we're back with another episode. At the end of the last episode, we randomly selected the match we're going to watch this week. What was it, Matt? We got match number 120 from WrestleMania 11, our first match from WrestleMania 11, held on April 2nd, 1995 at the Hartford Civic Center in Hartford, Connecticut, in front of 16,305 people for the Intercontinental title, Razor Ramon, against the defending Double J, Jeff Jarrett. Ain't I great? Double J. That's J E double F. J A double R E double T. That's double J Jeff Jarrett. Ain't I great? He's the best. Um, so it was a huge double J mark uh, back then in the day. Uh, we'll talk about it. We'll get into more details. We'll talk about double J, but we'll talk about 1995 wrestling. You mentioned uh, the Hartford Civic Center with like 16,000 people for a WrestleMania. That shows that shows where we are in 1995 wrestling. That a WrestleMania is at the Hartford Civic Center, the closest thing to WWE headquarters. That's where we are in 1995. Proof that I was not really watching wrestling in 1995. I I occasionally knew something that was happening, but I don't know when I saw this WrestleMania. I certainly did not hear it or watch it live. Same. No, yeah. I did not hear to watch it live. I know I saw it eventually. We probably rented it when we saw it. Truthfully, uh, yeah, that's true. Could have been as much as up to a year after, because I really wasn't watching wrestling in 95. I wasn't. I didn't come back really watching wrestling every week till the NWO stuff happened. And then I started watching both companies again. But I guess I was kind of watching here and there in 96 a little bit, but not... You know, anyway, I was coming it's back a little bit. 95, years. absolutely weird. not. Same. I mean, it's weird teenage years. You know, we got out of the golden era, boom, right? Like like Hogan on top. And then we kind of roll into the Ric Flair, Bret Hart era. And I remember, you know, listening to Rumble 92. I remember that was still like a thing we were into. But I think 93-ish, 94, just even more and more into 95 falling off. This is probably the darkest year for me in wrestling until like the late aughts. And then most, and then recently, honestly, like for, <laughs> for WWE. So I... No, you have the Coliseum video of WrestleMania 11. I technically have it in my possession, but it is yours, you know. But um, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea when I saw this. No clue, dude. No friggin' clue. Me, me either. It's just, it's not memorable in that way. It's also WrestleMania 11 is kind of uh, consensus one of the worst WrestleManias. What would you say to that? Agree. Yeah. Agree. I mean, I mean, I know we both like five. But that's usually low rated as well. But in this we case, like five, I like five because there's like 48 matches. So it's like everybody yeah. on the card getting three and a half minutes. I, uh, this is not, even, I mean, yeah, 11's weird. 11's weird. It's a weird time for the company. Nine's we had, weird. Nine's weird too. So like a lot of character work going on at the time. A lot of, I don't know, man. Yeah, everybody had a gimmick. Yeah. Which, everybody was a hate. gimmick. Mantar. We, 
I need we need more gimmicks now. We need more than zero. True. Yeah, and enough of the fake names NXT. Like no one's named Fallon Henley. It's not, or 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 Caden Larue or fucking Ren McClanahan. Like these are not real fucking people. Lash Legend. Lash Some Legend point. is not a person. Can we just name him like fucking Tiffany Johnson? Like I can root for Tiffany Johnson. Stratton. Tiffany. I mean that's that's it just sucks. Anyway. Uh, it sucks because you can't tell the difference between anybody. You have no idea. Yeah, I don't know matter. who Idris Enfo, Oro Mensa, and a bunch of they're all. The, I don't know what they are. All the same dude. They're just black guys with, with names, or all the Hispanic dudes. They all they all just sound like fake Hispanic names. I don't know. And yeah. I know a lot of Hispanic folks. I never met an Umberto. I have. Have you? I think so. Okay. Um, uh, never met a Joaquin Wild though, but um, I know, yeah, Joaquin or, or Jesus Christ, that's true. Although I've never actually met a Ray though either, so I guess what does it matter? <laughs> and in yeah. 1995, we had Aldo Montoya. See how I bring that right back? Uh, we had the Blue Brothers. We have Techno Team 2000, TL Hopper, uh, Dunk, uh, Duke the Dumpster, Josie, Duke the Dumpster, got... Josie, Henry O. Godwin. We mm-hmm. have the uh, Man the Mountain one? Rock. Man Mountain the, Rock. Wow. You have Mantar. You Mantar. Have, uh, I'm t- the reason I know this is I did a lot of research for this match. Most of it was not worth it. <laughs> I mean, uh, when so King I, Mabel is your SummerSlam main event in 95, that shows where we are. You know what I mean? And Diesel's yeah. your champ. It's just, it's weird. It's weird. What was Tracy Smothers' name? Right. What was Tracy Smothers' name around this time? Freddie Joe Floyd. Oh, that's right. Which is like Jerry Briscoe's real name. Oh or like Jerry and Jack it... Briscoe's real name. Like one of them is Freddie Joe and the other one is Floyd. And it's like they put their names together to make him. Yeah. Why can't he just call him Tracy Smothers? Wrestling. Yeah, um, so um, the roadie's pretty new here if you want to talk about some uh, lead into WrestleMania 11 for these two guys. 100%. Jerry's the champ. Right, Jarrett's the champ. Well, at the, cha- at the mania, yeah, but not I when mean, the roadie it, comes around. No, well, Jarrett Roddy rolls in at like December '93 ish, January yeah, '94, '94. Yeah, so he's been around a good year here. Yeah, or, or was he hit late '94? I think it was late '94. I don't think he was around earlier. I didn't go that far back. I, I should have looked that up. When did the roadie debut? We'll do it live. Fuck it, we'll do it live. Yeah, let's do it live. I. May have actually written it down somewhere around here, but I don't actually think I did. Because Jarrett was feuding with Kid before this, like the like the fall before. That's how Kid's kind of evolved, and Kid's kind of aligned with Razor. So you you, you got like the <clears throat> you got to have a guy with Jarrett to kind of combat that. So he's got his like second, yeah. and that's when uh, Brian James, son of Bullet Barb Armstrong, comes on in, gets signed, gets a nice contract. Who's deceivingly big, by the way. Road Dog is like six foot four. Yeah, yeah. You well, yeah, because you got to stand next to Billy Gunn all those years, and Billy Gunn's like six seven. Yeah, well, I mean, in, in a lot of it too is it is like all wrestlers are just bigger than bigger than you think. You think, and so when a reg, that guy looks like normal size, like Shawn Michaels or Road Dog or something, they're actually like not they're really big yeah, guys. They're six two, yeah, they're like six <laughs> two. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, but. Jarrett wins the title from Razor at Royal Rumble this, in 95. Also the worst Rumble ever, by the way. Just like the worst. Oh, yeah. The one minute between entrances just kills it, number one. It's just brutal. And it, the end's good. I do like how one and two end up at the end. But, but it's easier uh, to do because you only got to go 35 minutes. Yeah. Anyway, worst Rumble, worst Mania. SummerSlam sucks. 
But they, they made sure to introduce a lot more pay-per-views by giving us In Your House that year, too. So let's add on to our shit pay-per-views by giving you more. <laughs> yeah, this, there was one that, that was the second one during my research I found was where they performed With My Baby Tonight for the That's first true. time was on and In Your House. Who was the country yeah. band that performed with them? That, I don't know. Sawyer Brown. Is it really? Yeah. And they filmed a bunch of stuff in Nashville. Yeah, so, well, yeah, so, of course, the Jeff Jarrett, the Double J vignettes when he's first, I was laughing because they were showing them in some of my research I came up again. I like, my favorite one is when he's in front of the rhyme and there's all the graffiti on the door. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> Nashville sure has changed in 30 yeah. years. Yeah, especially that little area right there. Jeez, across the streets like that huge monstrosity thing there, isn't it? Yeah, it sure yeah. is. It's yeah. a different time. Uh don't they, don't they go to, like, Record Row or something, too, though? And he's talking about... There's one with that, too, where he's talking about that. And all, all, the, all the companies won't assign me. Yeah, he's standing walking down Music Row. He music is there, Row, there's one of Music Row, sorry. It's okay. Uh, and so, yeah, he, there's just vignettes all over town, and they're great. Uh, but I uh, loved Double J back in the day. I, I really did. Irrationally, was a big fan of Double you J, Jeff Jarrett. I, yeah. I loved his light-up jacket and his light-up hat. I love to do the strut and, and all that. I know he like was directly ripping off Ric Flair. Actually, definitely ripping off Jackie Fargo. It's the Fargo strut. So huh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Flair ripped Jackie Fargo off too. Well, that's true. So since Flair's doing it, he might as well do it himself. Um, so um, I don't know, man. I just liked everything. About it. His matches were always really good. His matches super still... solid. Well, even when we start getting talking about this match, man, it's just. Good wrestling, man. Good shit. Yeah. Like, yeah, way better than you would ever think. But, um, yeah, this is the best, probably, Jeff Jarrett, in my opinion. Like, although he did a lot to keep himself relevant over the years. Guy still works. He's still wrestling for AEW these days. He's not on TV very often, but he is there. And yeah. he's, he's called the last outlaw now. It's a pretty good gimmick. You know what I mean? He, he battled some demons there in, like, 2017, 16-ish. Came back strong. I listened to his podcast for what it's worth. I was actually listening to it as we were getting set up to record today. So, oh, that's good. Yeah. Anyhow, well, so uh, Jeff Jarrett. Yeah. Back in the, with that blonde hair too, though, dude. Yeah, exactly. I mean, do you remember? I remember seeing Jeff Jarrett and and uh, when they had that G GWA or whatever on freaking ESPN for a while. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett was yeah. on there. So was the Lightning Kid, by the way. One, two, three. Two. Ah, of course. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I never I remember not wanting to watch that when it was on because I didn't like wrestling as much as you did. Um, so, uh, guys were there. It's crazy. So we're talking about this match. We got Jeff Jarrett, but he's with the roadie. We also have it's against Razor Ramon, who has one, two, three kid with him. This was already known going into it. But if we go back to the reason why this is this way, uh, it goes it originates from uh, the Royal Rumble. So during at the Royal Rumble. Which uh, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon didn't again did not participate in the Royal Rumble match and never did. Yeah, Jesus, not once. Had a lot of Intercontinental Title matches there, but uh, and this was one of them. So he uh, had a match against uh, Double J, and uh, he lost his title because the roadie interfered, took out uh, Razor's knee, and um, thus he could not uh, complete the Razor's Edge 
And then uh, she was in so much pain, Double J just pinned him one, two, three, and won the Intercontinental title at Royal Rumble. Like yeah, rolled him up, rolled up with a small package. Uh, yeah. There's a little more to that. Or Inside that. Cradle. Inside Cradle is, yeah. They don't call it a small package anymore. Everybody calls it Inside Cradle. Inside Cradle, yeah, small package, brother. Small uh, package. But that match actually ended in count out because uh, Razor couldn't uh, respond to the 10 count, and, he, uh, and Jarrett won the match, but Jarrett's like, I want more time, and then Razor agreed to it, and then Razor was coming back, and yeah, Razor's Edge, knee buckles. Small package, one, two, three, do it. Yeah. So this this is the rematch here at WrestleMania 11. Yeah, it is. And there was a little wrinkle on the road to WrestleMania for this match, too, that I'm not sure you're aware of because I didn't know about it. But in the raw couple of weeks before WrestleMania, Jeff Jarrett was trying to agree to give Barry Horowitz a title shot on the Saturday preview show or whatever Amazing. on Raw. Because he's like, oh, I'm going to give you a title match. And so then he signs the contract. And when Horowitz was going to sign it, Bob Backlund attacks him and signed the contract instead. So then he had to wrestle Bob Backlund for the Intercontinental title. This got Razor Ramon heated because he's like, now you're going to go lose to Backlund. And then Backlund versus Bret Hart's going to be for the title. And I want my belt back. So you better not. He's all pissed at him for signing this contract before because he wanted his match to be for the Intercontinental title. So wow. there's the heat. there's the heat, I guess. Whoa! Where? What? How? How'd you? Where'd you? How'd you get that? Where's that info from? I, I, wa- I watched Raw. I watched wow. like, yeah. When you have nice. uh, when you have ad-free Peacock, you can just scrub through and just look at the little preview for Razor or Jarrett's face, and then watch the segment. It's great. Yeah, I've ad-free Peacock. Yeah. Wow! Look at that. I'd like to congratulate Brad on doing more research than Matt this week. Hey we've man, come, we've come full circle. Next week I'll be hosting the show and doing the intro, and Brad now is the fat guy. <laughs> yeah, well, we gotta get this shit right. So that was that. So then, one, two, three, kid came out during a match uh, that uh, something was happening. Rhodey was gonna interfere with a with a razor match, and one, two, three, kid came out and Roundhouse kicked his head off in the aisleway and said he was gonna be with him at WrestleMania so that the Rhodey can't interfere. So that's how we got there. Beautiful, I love it. And here we are at WrestleMania 11. Yeah. Jeff Jarrett's out first with the freaking light-up glasses, the white hat, the white jacket. I think you can see that stuff on display if you ever go to a WrestleMania, which we will in Nashville in a couple of years, which will be huge because Jeff Jarrett's stuff will be there, and Jeff Jarrett is from Nashville, just saying. He'll definitely be there. Uh, yeah, this was, like I said, this was my, it was so cool. Nobody had light-up jackets in 95. Well, even though, he gets in the ring, and they got, like, the music notes going across the ring, and the, and the Jays, and... Also, the music, by the way, the music is the slow, the... We might be, we'll hear that later, we'll see, who knows. I don't know. Uh, uh, one of my all-time favorite musics. So what also I like is that is this... So they, they did a good job at this WrestleMania of the entrance. Like, I think it was no different than what they were doing on Raw anyway. It was, like, not special. But the way that they had like strobe lights and smoke and everything coming out, so it made it look really intense when Double J is coming out. But this is ding, 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 yeah, it's, ding, it's just it's like the softest, like yeah. not badass music ever, man. That's what's also great. Yeah. Such a heel thing, though, too, man. That's what's so fucking good about it. Yeah, because um, it's not cool at all. It's, it's like not cool at all. But he's got the roadie and he's like blocking the crowd from him, and he's like carrying a water bottle down. and a towel. He's carrying the water bottle, like his head's down. Like it's pretty. It's, it's, I remember when he first debuted the cool stuff that he was doing that was super yeah. smart. He's got he has an anti great hat on. Yeah, like he's part of the crew. Like it's it's great. It's great. 
it's actually he's wearing what you think a roadie would wear, like a long he black looks like sweatshirt one. with like black jeans and like shit on his belt and shit in his pockets, a towel. Yeah, he's got like dreads and dreads. tattoos. Like he's yeah. like a like not the star. Clearly, he's like the guy who's just. He looks like a roadie. He looks like a fucking roadie. It's like the perfect casting. It's really, really good. Yeah. Um, it's uh, then you get an interview with Razor and Kid backstage, where Razor says like nothing. It's all Kid. So yeah, this was uh, part of the problem with WrestleMania 11. There were several like technical issues throughout the show. And one yeah, of them, the mic wasn't even started. Yeah, the mic. He got to hear like Kid say five things. Everything else he had to like decipher because the microphone wasn't on. <laughs> anyway, and Razor doesn't say shit till at the end, where it's like uh, he's like, let's, on, go. "Let's go, let's, let's go. go," and then the music hits. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Kid cuts the promo, but and then he's also okay. So they come out, and Razor's music's the best. Oh, right? always, always one it's, of the greatest entrance music of all time. He's just got a cool entrance all the time. The music is just the icing on the cake with everything. You know, it's like starts it out. He's never changed it. It's always oh yeah, it's good shit. Looks so creature. cool. Um, but he comes out with one, two, three kid who's like dressed in like full like karate gi so gear weird, for some dude. reason. Which I, I knew we it. all knew he did a lot of karate kicks and stuff, so we knew he was trained in something, obviously. Um but this I'm sorry, it makes no you sense. Think he's breaking it out for WrestleMania. Just I think so. I really do. I think you he thought it was different. Great. Uh, I should look weird. into that. I should look that up. Yeah, uh, Razor gets the cool lights with, like, the razor blades and stuff, too, on the entryway and the aisleway and stuff, too. And then he wants to get in there real quick to start it up, but the 49 photographers at ringside. Oh, my God. That's right. The f- Okay, that's another thing. There's way too many photographers at ringside. Now they are allowed, like, two. Like, and they're all, like, there WWE people. I'm and pretty they're WWE sure. people, yeah. This, the whole, it's just people who are, like, not involved in the show and have no idea what where to be. Or how to get out of the way, clearly. And they're all told to stay on one side, too. So they're all on the aisle entry side. They're not on camera side. They're not in front of the announcers. They can't, they're not behind the camera. They're yeah. all piled in there. Yeah. But it's, you got to understand, you know, uh, Lawrence Taylor is wrestling in the main event this night. So there's, like, probably Sports Illustrated and a bunch of shit there, too. And just, you know, celebrities. Yeah. Oh, it's a big night. They need this. And they're, they're, they would love for the best shot possible to come out of it. Because <laughs> it's going to be in the paint. They're actually going to get good press and stuff, you know, so... Um, but it's just funny because like kid gets yeah. in there, but Razor gets hung up. Like he's trying to throw photographers out of the way, and they just move right in front of him. Yeah, it's like, seriously. It's like you're gonna go, go right, so you're gonna go right, and we're gonna not run into each other. Yeah, that one went right and one went left. Yeah, <laughs> went straight into each other. And then, yeah. Kind of, and then yeah, little sh- little little melee there. The bell actually rings. Yeah, the bell rings. This is the part I wanted to get to. So the bell rings. Razor's pyro setup is clearly in the ring. In the ring. One, two, three kids in the ring. Um, yeah, and they have a little back and forth brawl and they clear they clear house. And then the lights dim and it does the, the pyro. Razor pyro. And he does his pose and everything. It was like, the match is literally happening. There's a minute of this time of this match that is actually just... But it's not even nothing It's happening. not even wrestling, it's yeah. It's weird. It's pretty funny, though. <laughs> I just thought that was pretty funny. Um, yeah, the bell ringing with, like, pyro in the ring is maybe an all-timer. It's pretty good. <laughs> um, but they do, you know, get to a quick start then once it goes again. And one thing I would comment right away is just the 1995 ring sound. Mm-hmm. It's got more, much more crisp snare drum sound to it. Yeah, snare drum sound. Does that make exactly. sense? Yep. Instead of a more of a thud, it's more of a snap. Yeah, it's not a thump. It's more of a... I like it, but it's very distinct to, like, the mid-90s WWF. 
Yes. That's gone. That's gone by Attitude Era. You don't hear it that way. No, it's a totally different setup, I'm assuming, because uh, it sounds totally different. So, uh, Anyway, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, but this match does start off with a lot of... Uh, it's not it's not very slow like they're really going at they're it, moving right? they're yeah. moving but it's just solid stuff you know it's you know hip toss leapfrog in the corner get, get it again shit like that you know, like and then it but it's it's wrestling and it's, it's fast and it's solid and you know right away that if you see both these dudes you're like yep they know what the fuck they're doing another note that i wanted to make about this match referee tim white referee tim white with the referee ecw cadence going in this match super fast the whole time one two I mean, the whole time, every the whole count, time, which I appreciate. Yeah, so do I, I say it even, but it was way fast, huh? Yeah, first one I noticed, like, well, okay, because the match starts with an off-the-ropes punch to the face, goes for the cover. That's how the yeah. match starts. <laughs> one, it's... two, kick out. I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah, whoa. Yeah, at least they kicked out. Like, that could have sucked really quick. Uh, Vince McMahon and Jerry the King Lawler on a headset, by the way. A classic yep. combo. It's not a classic combo, especially for the era. Um, one of my favorites. Say, what you, say whatever you want to say. Uh, that's the only thing I don't like. That's I mean now as I, I grow to appreciate it more and how good of an announcer Vince actually was, but man, that should that's yeah. He, Anyhow, oh. a lot of it was covering up stuff that wasn't very good. But when something good actually did happen, he said, "Did you see that?" You know, he had a good oh emotion. Oh my to it. god! Razor yeah. got hit in the face. Anyway. Uh, Rhodey gets involved right away, too, man. T- takes a shot, but then he helps out right away. You know, kid gets yeah. gets involved, too. Cuts out Double J, who's get ready to leave. Get the fuck out of there. One thing I noticed here, too. Not another thing, but man, Jeff Jarrett can bump, can he? That's the thing. So, this goes back to, like, I don't even, like, know why I like the guys I like. But it's the guys that, like, make everyone look like a million bucks are always my favorite wrestlers. That's why my favorite wrestlers are always, like, Bret Hart and, like, Kid and Jarrett and, oh, and-, and then... Owen and Ziggler yeah. and uh, anyone else that can do that. Who now? <laughs> Name someone now. Yeah, no, I gotta find somebody. There's Game well, up. yeah, Darby Allen. Darby, <laughs> he looks like he's legitimately getting hurt. So, you know why? Because I think he is. There's a fine line between a he's great seller best, and he's gonna have the best looking wheelchair though. You know? Oh yeah, you can, can slide right down up, the ramp on it. Take it out, jumps and shit. Uh, good crowd, by the way. Crowd's yeah. into it, man. Crowd's into it, 100%. They're very definitely much in into the it. Razor in the Razor Corner, very much booing on Jared. Very much rolls like, you know what's what. The, crowd's, the crowd knows what's up. Sure. The only issue, uh, and maybe we get into it when we rate it, but it just never really feels like WrestleMania. No. It sort of feels like SummerSlam or Royal Rumble. You can tell it's know. a special event, but it doesn't really feel like WrestleMania. Kind the photographers like in the WrestleMania. I guess. It feels bigger than Every they were. Every other match is like this, though, man. Every other match so. is like this. Yeah. There's not, well, I mean, not a whole lot. I mean, yeah. we've never had, we haven't had uh, a lot of 11 matches, and none. So I don't know if I want to just start talking about some other ones, but there, none of them are, I mean, main event worth it because of the names involved, but I don't know, man. Anyway, uh, after our double down, we get a, a big follow-away slam from Razor, which is signature Razor Ramon Scott Hall, right? Uh, there's a part in the double down that I really enjoyed where they actually did it three times. I don't know if you noticed that. Where he gave him the back suplex, and they were both down. And Timmy White started counting to the ten. They both got to their feet. They both hit the ropes and collided heads. Boom, went down again. 
crowd starts to build. They get up to the count of nine. They get to their feet. They both hit the ropes. They both punch each other in the face, and down they win again. Again? And the crowd, and the crowd starts to like build and build and build like even louder this time than last time. And I was like, there's so much psychology going on. It's all they were is, like, man. Because they were like, that double down didn't generate enough. Let's do it Let's again. Let's do it again. Let's do it again and stay down even longer this time. Yep, and then barely Oof. get up before we can break the count. So. I really liked it. So there's like a missed bulldog from Razor, off, like off the middle or top rope. That, ow, yeah, that's like a not a, that's a bad bump. Yeah. Oh yeah, he just landed right flat on the ground, like. But yeah, like, like he hit the, the mat, but he doesn't like flat back it. It's like off his like side hip and like elbow, and it just looks I like that can't feel good, dude. Yeah. No, I agree. It was oh. a, it was a very like. Uh, not the way you'd learn it, <laughs> but I mean I that's what the happens. Word, oh, oh, this is that's where the knee spot happens now. So uh, now we're working the knee a little bit. We get the patented figure four from Double J, Jeff double Jarrett. J. That's J E Double F J A Double R. Ah, E Double T Double R. Double J, Jeff Jarrett. He slaps it on and he slaps it on good because Razor is stuck in this in the middle of the ring. He's in obvious pain. Uh, Kelly Ring gets the reverse, though. He does roll it over and reverse the reverse, pressure. Reverse pressure, which is not a thing. And Kid's totally cheating. Pulling oh, my God. Side. So that's the other totally thing in this cheating. match. So, number one, first, he tried to nut him on the on the ring post. That's true. He did try to nut him on the ring post. And, then he got, and Kid got kicked the fuck away. <laughs> yeah. And then, and so, yeah, he got kicked the fuck like, into the barricade, the barricade. And, like, commentary team is like, holy... <laughs> Well, he's right out of the, here. Right to the rail of pain. Yeah, the rail of pain. Because then, yeah, because then when he rolls over the figure four, like we said, kid's in there again, grabbing his arms, giving him leverage. I'm like, this is just straight cheating. up cheating. 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 But rail I guess, you know, I mean, it's like, it's fair because the roadie's doing the same shit. Oh, totally. And, uh, you know what I mean? He's evening the odds, if you will, but you still don't well, do that heel shit. He's supposed to well, just be Rody watching the roadie. does get the knee. Roadie does come in that's well that's the end of the match so like that's pretty much where we boil down next thing in the that's the next thing isn't it Rody gets yep. into the ring and clips him and we get a dq a dq win for razor ramon so our winner razor ramon by disqualification at, yeah. uh 13 minutes and 32 seconds which is yeah. probably more like 12 minutes yeah because the pyro incident but um well, maybe, maybe not <laughs> so uh, this is the second longest match at wrestlemania 11 by the way that's sad that's sad <laughs> uh, it's sad. Probably, I'm guess Michaels and Diesel went longer. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I was Michaels and Diesel title match. But yeah, so obviously Jar- Jarrett retains here. So no, no, you cannot change titles on a disqualification, there, King. Yeah. So remain champion. But um, we got a, we got a melee now, don't we? Got a melee. We, we a get a melee. melee, a real melee, because kid kicks the fuck out of Jeff Jarrett, kicks his head out, goes. He really does. Out. Yeah, he comes in there and he kicks the fuck, gets a huge pop from the crowd as he comes in there with the yeah. huge spinning heel kick. Spin he does kick, this yeah. corner kick, boom, boom, spinning back kick in the corner. They're just so fucking awesome, so fast. Um, still what, awesome. Probably could do it today. Oh, yeah, he's great. And so he was my favorite wrestler then uh, and for a long time. Uh, yeah, bloodies up Jeff Jarrett's nose there. Gets a little, gets a little crimson coming on. Not, not quite a crimson mask, as Gordon would say, but... Not quite, but it is it is there. Uh, yeah, we empty the locker room of referees to break up the fight. Um, and Most of which, whom I, I wish I would have re- like looked harder to see if I could have recognized, uh, but I'm assuming Kyoto, Jack Doan, Jimmy Corderas. I think Bill Alfonso's out there. Is, her, is he in ECW by now? 
I don't know. I don't know. Ninety five is borderline. Yeah. Could have still been here. Harvey Whippleman, is he a manager at this point, probably? Yeah, he's a manager. I, sh- I should have went, I should have paid more attention to that. But uh yeah, Je- then Jeff uh, Jeff Jarrett gets an interview in the aisleway as he's leaving from JR. Yeah. It's like should he be ashamed of himself or something? Yeah, I well, think so. The, the opening match is a tag match, and you know, because I caught Uncle Zavakaya getting interviewed in the IOA after the Allied Powers Blue Brothers match that opened the show too. So this must be a thing they're just doing now. But I have a guess. Todd Pettengill and other people doing this on other shows. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I have a guess on it. This was a there was a football player in the main event of your WrestleMania. So why don't we treat this like a rest like a football broadcast like a and have. Have a guy interviewing the coach or whoever as they come off the field, which was a normal thing in a football broadcast. Makes sense. That's probably what, probably why they did it. But I do. I, what I was saying is I do remember Todd Pettengill, and they had that gal that was working there for a little bit too. Whatever her name, Stephanie Winan, doing this shit like in '94 and stuff too. So I still think this is a thing that they're carrying over. So um, I just it's, I don't remember what Jared said. Uh, nothing really stuck out to me about. It's, I don't. Know, do you remember what he said to Jr. I don't. I don't know. I don't either. So it must have just been typical Jeff Jarrett stuff. But uh, yeah, this uh, they continue to feud after this. They do some tag stuff. Kid yeah. gets hurt legit, so like they do some handicap match stuff. But then there's like a blow off um, late. But I mean, it's not much of a blow off because I think in May Razor actually wins the title from Jarrett. Has it for mm-hmm. three whole days. Loses it back to him and back in Canada. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's one of Razor's reigns. Yeah, I read uh, that it was an accident. Oh. So I'd love to learn more about that. That he well, won the I'll belt by accident. To more Jarrett stuff and see what happened there. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, so I'd love to find out what happened there. But maybe it was I don't know, maybe something else. But because then Michaels beat Jarrett for the IC title, which put Razor and Sean back at, at SummerSlam again for the for the IC title in a ladder match the same year. So that's yeah, that's what that, there's there's that's the whole feud of Razor Ramon and Jeff Jarrett. I think. Yeah, pretty much. Because then, well, then Jarrett walked out like right. Yeah, pretty, after yeah. That. Pretty much, like he bails, yeah, yeah. Him he, does, and he takes a hiatus and he comes back for a minute, and then he because he's got a match. Jarrett does the next year's Rumble, then he's got a contract thing, and he bails. Shows up at WCW, there for a year, yep. comes back to WWE, does the NWA Jeff Jarrett shit, then he does back to Ain't I Great for a minute, then he does the cut the hair with Owen, don't piss me off shit. Then there's another contract thing where he gets where he holds up Vince for money with a BB gun. Then he not real. Then he goes back to WCW where he freaking becomes part of the NWO 2000 mm-hmm. and then He's he there was, the and then on the simulcast of that for the very last one Jeez. you know how Jeff you know how Jeff likes to spell his name you know J-E-F-F-J-E-F-F-R-E-T well how about this F I would suspect it's spelled a different way after tonight that would be oh what does he say G-O-O N-L-E God thank you God anyway so um, but also, uh, the whole uh, With My Baby Tonight thing happens that summer. So, that huge. They, they perform the song. They legit think it might actually be a hit, but they think they were delusional. Um, uh, but that doesn't get even the whole lip syncing thing, doesn't get blown off till Jared's gone from the company in 96 yeah. when they try to do the, the real Double J thing in 96. Yeah, because yeah, that's when the roadie becomes Jesse James, JJ, the real Double J, and his entrance music is. You know my baby's got me wrapped around a little finger If I know that I would walk from heaven back to be with her I can't wait to be alone with my baby tonight Like you fix the key at the end, you got it right I was more yelling to start it, and then I turned into more like talk singing at the end 
trying to actually sing it. It's unfortunate that it ended that way, that they couldn't have blown it off properly because I really think that it could have been a great feud. And that's it sucks because we just like didn't get it. So it was still fun that it happened. It was, well, not much good happened in 95, 96, whatever, but that was pretty good. I like that. That's true. It was, a, it, was, it was a thing. And they get to sing it together when Jarrett went into the Hall of Fame because Road Dog was his inductor. So, by the yeah. way, in this match that we just talked about, all five guys in the Hall of Fame. Kid, twice. Jarrett's with <laughs> NWO and DX. Jarrett, Scott Hall, twice as Razor in with the NWO. Yeah. Tim White, Brody, everybody's in there. Yeah. Everybody's in there with DX. In some way, yeah. It's not even it's like almost indirectly, though. With uh, text Pac in there twice, and not actually himself. As one <laughs> like, two three kid, yeah. <laughs> he should go in. He can be a three time one because he deserves it. He's everyone oh, as one two three kid. Would that be some shit? One, two, three, yeah, yeah, dude. Here we are. Not Evergreen, as we talked about. They have not announced one single person for the Hall of Fame yet. Every week yeah. when we record, I want to bring up that they haven't announced anybody. Yeah, uh, it makes I mean, me think wonder. At this point, they'd, they'd announce at least Bray going in. At least just be like, okay, we're doing Bray. Let's just hang our hat on Bray. But that. then they start opening up like, well, who's next? Maybe they don't have anybody. That's true. All right, well, it's your turn to rate first. It is my turn to rate first. And I am going to rate this thing a two. This is a two HBK match. It could have been on any premium live event. It was really, ah, oh, you know what? I remember right now, as I was watching, I told myself that this was more like two and a half. This is a two and a half HBK match. Because it is... The best match on the one of the best matches on the card, but it's a shitty finish. I hate the DQ finish. Um, it didn't have a whole lot of heat going into it, but it's two great, great one, two of my favorites in the ring of all time uh, against each other in a WrestleMania match for the Intercontinental Title, which I love. Uh, so you know, like, and it was a good match. I enjoyed the match except for the finish. I thought it was a good thirteen minute wrestling match, and so two and a half HPKs right in the middle. I'm with you on the two and a half. My thought process pretty much immediately when it got over was that it is a two and a half. And while I'll agree that it was a little vanilla and kind of what you'll see on any how, uh, in your house or anywhere in there, um, other than the finish, it is pretty great. Yeah. Yeah. Like, great. Not just good, but, like, great. Like, the story going in is good. The story during the whole match is amazing. They're solid. They do just enough. The crowd's hot, and they know it, and they do just enough to keep them with you. And, and it's good heel shit, and it's good baby face shit with some blurred lines. Like, it borders on a three for me, but I just think of some other matches that I've given three, and this wouldn't stack up to those. So two and a half is what I agree with, yeah. So that's sweet. Yeah. That's what, what we, yeah. You know, that's pretty, pretty, um, it's good. It's not like last week where we're like, don't ever watch this shit. You can totally, I think you should watch this. I you can watch this. Like a, a wrestling fan that's like, I've never seen this match before. Do I watch it or do I not watch it? I would say watch it. Well, that's great. Let's pick one for next time. Let's pick one for next time. Hey, while we're getting our shit ready, why don't you go over to Instagram and Facebook? They're going to be the two primary ways to get a hold of us. Random any podcasts on both platforms. Uh, if you got any uh, show suggestions or if you got any uh, urges to be a guest on this show and you want to be a third, you know, still waiting on those Jericho matches, Aaron. And when that happens, maybe today we're going to pick one here soon. Maybe we'll get you. But if anybody else that's listening, you know. We look forward to that day that somebody else joins us and my editing nightmare will be upon us. Yeah, because you have to get our software. We're not going to match yours. Anyway, <laughs> that's how so, the shit works. It's our that's fucking how it works. show. Yeah. 
Yeah. So we're going to pick a match between zero and 403 because there are 403 matches on the main cards of all WrestleManias. We don't do any of the pre-match stuff or any do interview segments. Unless we get zero, then we can. We'll pick whatever the hell we want. That'll be a whole show in itself, debating what to pick. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. 350. We are late in the game here, boys. 350 is way too new. This, this is the Boneyard match between The Undertaker and AJ Styles. It's fucking awesome. We got it. That, are you that oh, see again now? Now I'm happy. I'm ready to record again next week, man. <laughs> I know so much shit about this match. It's so good. Good, good you brothers. Do the good brothers are around. Fucking Taker and AJ. The memes that have come out of this match. <laughs> I remember. I'll say this. I remember absolutely hating this. So, oh really? So yeah, I hated oh, yeah. it initially. I saw that my initial was like, I don't think I like this. But then the more and more I've thought about it, and then the more and more I understand of the times and some other people that have done cinematic matches, like this is, uh, I mean, this is better than a lot of other shit. And it's just funny, and it's just memorable. And it's just, it's memorable. Yeah, true. It's memorable, true. dude. All right, we got it. AJ Styles versus The Undertaker. Oh, is this Taker's last match ever? It's Taker's last WrestleMania match. WrestleMania 36. Oh yeah, he had shitty matches after this. Maybe, maybe, a, maybe a pandemic mania. I don't even pandemic. Think he... Maybe not. I think this is the last thing he's ever did. I think so too. Wow, interesting. Pandemic. But we'll mania. we'll find out for sure, and we'll we'll report back on this particular show when you yeah, tune next in. Time. Yeah, it's next time. But this time, it's fucking over. Much like this match with this crowd, <laughs> I don't have anything for that. But this one's over. It's over. I want to congratulate Double J. Nope. I want to congratulate Razor Ramon. You know what I mean? Uh, uh, Razor Ramon on winning at WrestleMania. I mean, what, do you only have like three Mania matches? Did he win them all? Uh, So, yeah, this is his last Mania match until Scott Hall in 18. He did wrestle at WrestleMania 10 because that's Shawn Michaels. At WrestleMania 9, he rose up Bob Blackland. So, this is his... Third out of fourth mania matches. Last is Razor, and then he has one. Obviously, see Scott Hall against Austin. Yeah, and weird. He, and eighteen. Yeah, because he's gone. A year from this, he's gone. He's in WWE. Yeah. Just about. Yeah, he's off the card of twelve, and he's just gone about. from the company. Just about. So, one, just about. Anyway, one match in April that year. Anyway, continue. Oh yeah. Uh, well, congratulations on winning. Um, unfortunately, he didn't win <laughs> the title. He did. But, um, he did win. Unfortunately, with the title, this is going to be a 53-minute fucking episode. Um, but, but unfortunately, uh, Double J, Jeff Jarrett. You're the champ, but you're fired. I'm like a young McMahon, I'm here to get your bitch off. Woo! 
like I'm Ric Flair. Little finger to the big boss, man, aka police. Guess I'm over your head like guitars. Kill these niggas, that's no problem. Chill, these niggas want no problem. That chopper body like Hornswoggle. Can't see you shot them like Sin Car. Roll it up with that shit loud. It ain't mine if that shit not. Ladies hate when I rip rude, but they in love with this J. Ride. It's like now. Say hello to my python. I'm seeing punk with that mic, y'all. She go to sleep cause my pipe bomb. Winning, bless I be hurting feelings. Niggas is Curtis Axe, so my rap is like Kurt and it. And it, don't it? I'm such a charmer. Come crown Vic. Not talking whip, I'm thinking Lawler. Cause I'm royalty, but we talking cars, it's not a problem. Just bought two big bodies, call them Kamala and Umaga. Why You're talking to the black guy. My gang real, but I ain't never been no vampire. Look at all that ice he got on. Bigger than that icy title. Bigger not my pill, man, cause I still feel like I'm flying Brian. Who high is I? Who fly is I? Life is a bitch, but you this bitch is more than likely China. Get it? Strong ass hoe. They can say they want that smoke. Well, I'm Papa Shango. Cause we have a plan low. Get the ganja, no steamboat. And I fly as a crossbody, but I'm tired of saying so. So I do so with new producers and a slew of my latest verses. And a ruthless like Rusev move or be through with you niggas first. Get back to work. Talking to the bad guy, yeah, chico. You're talking to the, yeah, chico. You're talking to the bad guy. I'm too sweet. I dare you, nigga, Jack Fly. Yeah, chico. You're talking to the bad guy.